Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'll be joined by Elise Dharma, and we're going to explore Instagram Reels. And if you're skeptical, or you're not sure how it could work for your business, this is the episode for you. You will absolutely love it. By the way, I am at Stelzner on Instagram. You can also email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. And I'm also at Stelzner on Clubhouse. If you're new to this podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button because we've got some stellar content coming your way. By the way, have you ever wished for an easier way to track your organic social activities? Imagine effortlessly tracking your reach and engagement over time across Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. What if you could easily spot changes and proactively modify your organic strategy? What could that make possible? This is the power of Iconosquare. Iconosquare saves you time and money by tracking your social media metrics in visual charts that are easy to interpret. With this data, you can make data-driven decisions as you plan your organic social activities. And by the way, Iconosquare can handle all of your scheduling as well. So you can get rid of one of those other tools. As an official certified Facebook and Instagram marketing partner, you owe it to yourself to check out our sponsor, Iconosquare. As a listener to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, you qualify for an exclusive offer. Visit Iconosquare.com slash SME for a free 30-day trial and a 30% discount if you stick with the platform. Find the link by scrolling up in your podcast player. Again, visit Iconosquare.com slash SME. You can support this show by checking out our sponsors. Let's transition over to this week's interview with Elise Dharma. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Elise Dharma. If you don't know who she is, you need to know who she is. Elise is an Instagram marketing expert who specializes in helping business owners scale with Instagram. Her courses include Story Vault, Caption Vault, and Videos Vault. Elise, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Mike. One of my favorite shows to be on, so I'm glad to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here today. We're going to explore Instagram Reels and what marketers need to know. So I know by now a lot of people have probably heard of Instagram Reels, but there's got to be some people listening that 
really don't understand what Instagram reels are. So maybe you could just briefly explain what they are and maybe why businesses, marketers ought to consider, you know, using reels. Yeah, for sure. Instagram reels are in a nutshell, quick 15 seconds up to 30 second videos that are currently living on the Instagram platform. If this sounds familiar at all, yes, it's very similar to TikTok. So that's what we saw happen in 2020 was short form video content, especially entertaining content really took off. And so midway through 2020, Instagram released Reels, which is a version of TikTok, I would say. I mean, we have seen video marketing on the rise for the last few years. It started with Snapchat. And then of course, we saw stories come over to to Instagram. Over the last few years, we've had Musical.ly, which turned into TikTok. And now we have Reels on Instagram. So I think we have Reels today because short form video based content is just proving to be a winner in terms of keeping people engaged. Personally, I am seeing the highest viral growth ever with making Instagram reels. And the great thing about reels is they don't have to be complicated or fancy or performative like TikToks. They can be super simple, like 15 seconds of you talking on video. There's one student who comes to mind who is a career coach and she opened up a TikTok account in the summer and she just makes talking head videos. That's what I call them. And she gives tips on how to interview and really grow and build your career. I took a look today and her TikTok account has almost 700,000 followers and her Instagram, it almost has as many followers as mine. She has over 100,000 followers And that's in six months. And again, she's just talking on camera in 15 to 30 second spurts. So if you're someone who can record yourself on camera, add some text to the screen and publish it. I mean, Reels is a huge opportunity for your business to get in front of new eyeballs. Why is it better than stories? Why is it better than just native video on the platform? Mm-hmm. So Instagram stories has been around for a couple of years. You'll find them by tapping on someone's profile and then you'll see a video or something behind their profile. And then you'll also see a countdown, meaning it's only going to be shown for up to 24 hours and then it's going to disappear after 24 hours. So stories have been really popular for many years. But I do find that, you know, with Instagram Reels, they are attracting people's attention and keeping people's attention longer. So with Reels, you have quite a bit more editing capabilities than stories. I think that's why they're more interesting. You have things like music, you have disappearing text, you have effects, which also are on stories. But a a Reel is much more of a complete story, let's call it. I know it's a redundant word, but um, it's more like a mini commercial or a mini movie. And the great thing about reels is they live on your feed, unlike stories. So stories live under your profile picture. They disappear after 24 hours, but reels, you can actually share a preview on your feed. And that's where I'm seeing a lot of the viral views and the viral growth come from. So reels are kind of like IGTV when it comes to a preview or can you see the entire thing if it's short on the feed? 
sometimes you can see the entire thing. When you see a preview of a reel in your feed, I do find that currently Instagram is pausing it about halfway through. And then it wants you to tap on the button to open up the reel in the full screen view and watch it in full. I think one of the big advantages to reels is discoverability. Would you agree? Because with stories, obviously it's only your followers are going to see the stories, but with reels, and it's probably the same with IGTV, right? But there might be some discoverability with IGTV, but it seems like mm-hmm. they're lifting up reels to people that do not necessarily follow you. Fair? Is that accurate? For sure. Like reels came out in August of 2020. All the uh, features are still being rolled out to accounts, I find. But initially, if you went onto the explore page, now the explore page is curated to you based off of your viewing habits on Instagram. For the first few months of reels being out, I would say two thirds of the explore page was previews of reels. So Instagram was um, treating the explore page kind of like a a TV show. Like you turn the TV on and you're just seeing a rotating, um, you know, switch of content. And it was really pushing reels. Now my explore page is a little different. You still see reels as a preview. You also see other type of posts and other type of content that Instagram thinks I will like. So my explore page right now is all about uh, engagement rings and baby announcements. And, you know, Instagram obviously knows my age. So it's creating content and, and making me see content that it thinks I'm going to engage with. But for sure, for the first few months, reels were really pushed in front of people who weren't following you. And that's another factor of how people were going viral. I mean, A lot of business owners say, oh, this can't work for my niche. I can't be on video. And one of my students is coming to mind. She is a doula and a lactation counselor. So she helps new moms. And she created a couple reels, just giving some tips on how to deal with a newborn baby, how to get a baby to latch. One of her reels has 2 million views and her account's growth is skyrocketing because this reel was made months ago. So she didn't get 2 million views overnight, but Instagram has slowly been feeding her views and traffic for months. Last I checked, I believe she has 40,000 followers on Instagram and she started somewhere around 10,000. So one reel has 2 million views. Another one is not too far behind. And again, super simple. Like the video is of a mom holding a baby, rocking the baby. She chose a nice song for the background. And then she's just sharing a tip on screen through text that appears and disappears. Fairly simple when it comes to a video that you're producing. And enough people watched it that the algorithm showed it now to 2 million people and her business is growing. So there's room for your business. There's room for your niche if you're wondering. Now, Instagram in the last couple of months rearranged everything, right? So we have this little reels button, if you will, on the bottom of Instagram. Mm -hmm. Is that only from people we follow or is that kind of just like kind of like for you kind of content, if you will, that they think you'd be interested in whether you follow these people or not? That's exactly it. It's not necessarily people that you follow. And so I'm looking at my feed right now and the very middle button at the bottom row is simply a Reels tab. So that's sort of like when Reels were featured on the Explore page. Right. It's content that's, you know, I don't I don't know who these people are, but it's content that's either doing well on Instagram or Instagram thinks that I'm going to like it. Do you get a sense this is kind of Instagram's attempt to almost be like, a YouTube meets TikTok almost, 
you know, slightly longer content. And there's a big opportunity for people to build a pretty massive following really quickly if they start experimenting with this. And with that following, they can do all sorts of other things, right? I think so. I think that's absolutely it. I mean, IGTV has been out for several years and I believe that was Instagram's play at YouTube. It's the place where you can share long form content. You know, your video can be 10 minutes, it can be 60 minutes, but I don't know how successful IGTV has been for the platform. I personally don't view Instagram as another YouTube. You know, it's not a search engine like YouTube. It's it's not attached to Google. So I still have an IGTV channel. I'll pop populate it every now and then. But even still, Instagram's not pushing my IGTV videos. Right. I, I can post something there and let's see, there's 4,000 views, 6,000 views. And then if I go to my Reels channel, there is one that now has 200,000 views and 175,000 views. So I, I'm just not getting that reach with IGTV. So I feel like Instagram might have given up on it a little bit. And now it's really pushing Reels. So folks, I think the key take home messages here is that reels are one of the only forms of content on Instagram that they're going to push out to a brand new audience for you. They tried to do that with IGTV. It just didn't stick quite as well. And they probably still have an uh, IGTV tab. I don't remember. Is there one or is it kind of hidden now? There is. And there is talks of some accounts even being able to run ads in the IGTV format. So Mm. I I doubt that Instagram's given up on it, but I do think that it's focusing on reels. And same with its users. Its users are watching reels and not long form videos. And this is a big trend. YouTube has shorts coming out, believe it or not, which is their reels or their TikTok, if you will. So everybody's kind of moving in this general direction. And one of the hardest things on Instagram is discoverability, right? To get in front of a new audience. And I think that's why so many people ought to pay attention to what we're going to talk about for the rest of today, because if the algorithm can help put your content in front of the right audience and your content attracts that audience that you as a marketer want to attract, it could be really, really big for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I would love to talk about now is kind of like, let's talk about what are the functions, the creative things that you can do with Reels, maybe that you can't necessarily do with some of these other features inside of Instagram. Mm-hmm. And to your point about this opportunity, I mean, I've been talking about Reels for business since the summer of 2020. And back then the message was, get on it now, be an early adopter now. And we are over six months into that now, you still have the opportunity. Even if as a business owner, you've heard about Reels, you felt like, I'm too busy, it's not gonna work for me. As you're listening to this, you still have the opportunity to post a 15 second video and get millions of views. If you think about that, some of the students that I've worked with, they have just as many followers as I do today after six months. And I've been working on growing my followers for seven years. So there's a lot of power, a lot of opportunities. So don't feel like it's too late to try out something new as simple as posting a 15 second video. So to your point, Michael, about what you can do with Reels, why are Reels so sticky compared to, let's say, posting to your feed or posting to your stories? Again, if you're listening to this and you're overwhelmed, I would say stop all of those things for now. Don't worry about your feed. Don't worry about your stories. Just try a reel. And the reason why reels are so sticky is, first of all, there's the music feature. 
Music is what was embedded into Musical.ly. It's what makes TikTok so sticky. And music, it's a little dicey because some accounts have music and not all. However, I've just heard that if you're a business account, you now have access to copyright free music. So, you know, you won't get like an Alicia Keys song, but you will still get some music as an option. So music is part of the storytelling. This is the biggest difference between a story and a reel. Music can set the tone like no other way that you can tell a story on Instagram. So that is a really big part of Reels. So back when I first started messing around with Reels, which was over the summer, I had to switch to the creator account. And then I got like access to the like Harry Styles music, you know, and very, very big, you know, brands and stuff like that. So to the best of your knowledge, if you do switch to a creator account, you get access to the full library of music. Is that fair? Or is that, do you know that to be true or not necessarily true? It's what I've heard for many months. And then funny enough, it happened to me. I'm a business account. And last week, I suddenly lost my music. Mm. And I've had music this whole time. And so I put my account to the test and I switched to a creator profile. So if you're not familiar, you can be a personal profile, a business profile or creator profile. I switched to a creator profile and within two to three business days, music did come back to my account. So this is something that I recommend to try out. Now, why do business accounts not have music? Well, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with the copyright issues of songs, right? If you're using Alicia Keys song to do business, well, that's against the copyright of the music. So if you switch your account to a creator account, you more or less have the same functions and capabilities as a business account and you should try it out because then you get might get the music feature as well. Yeah. And what's cool is we should explain, like you can just grab a little clip right from the music, right? And it just pops right in there. Yeah. And it's really cool. And I'm trying to remember, do they actually make it easy for you to, to find the certain parts of the music, like the chorus or whatever? Or do you kind of have to swipe through the whole song or how does that work exactly? It's easy, actually. I find it easier than on TikTok. When I was last on TikTok, I I found that I couldn't choose the exact moment of the song. But with Instagram Reels, and in my experience, Reels is a simplified version of TikTok. So if you've looked at TikTok and you've been overwhelmed about the editing features, try Reels because it is a simplified version. Um, But you simply go to the music library, type in a song, type in an artist. You can even type in a mood and see what Instagram pops up. And then you choose the song. And then the great thing is, is at the bottom, you see a bar and Instagram showing you what section of the song that you're going to pull into your 15 second reel. So you can simply uh, drag that and choose the exact moment of the song. And again, this is part of your storytelling because you want to choose the moment of the song or the moment of certain lyrics coming up that suit what you're sharing visually through your emotions on camera or through your text. So I find the music feature really powerful if you have it. Real quick clarifying question. I would imagine it's just one song for the duration of the story. Is that correct? Or can you use different songs at different parts of the story or how does that work? Yes. That's correct. It's one song. And unlike TikTok, you can't talk over the song. So um, with TikTok, you can have music and you can talk on camera. With Reels so far, if you choose to have a song in your background, even if you're speaking on camera, you will be muted. It'll just be the song that you'll hear. So that brings up a good question. Do we need music in our Reels? I mean, I would imagine we don't since some accounts don't have access to it, right? (laughs) 
You don't. I mean, it's it's a great feature. And honestly, it, it probably takes more time for me to create a reel by having music because then my creative juices are like, oh, yeah, I want this vibe. And then I'll I'll stand here and I'll do this. And, you know, it just takes longer. But for my students who don't have music, they've had to get creative and speak on camera. And again, this comes back to it being as simple as an Instagram story. You know, get your tripod out, put your camera up somewhere where it's not going to move, get the light on you and then just open up in 15 seconds. You can say something like three tips for negotiating a higher salary. Number one, da, da, da. number two, da, da, da. number three, got any questions? DM me. You could say that in 15 seconds and that could be something that the algorithm picks up and shows to many, many people. Are reels played with the audio off by default? They are, I believe, if your phone is set to being on silent. Okay. So if you have your phone on silent, then you need to tap on the reel to turn the audio on. Perfect. Okay. So what other mm-hmm. creative functionality other than music can you do with uh, reels? Yeah. The second one that I really love is disappearing text. And this is a TikTok feature, but it's basically the ability to have text appear on screen on top of your visual. So whether that's you dancing or you pointing or something else, but you can have text appear and disappear and you can choose the moments where it appears and disappears. So some of the easiest reels I've made are finding a song that has a good beat that I can snap to, right? And then I just film myself snapping eight times or however many times come up in the 15 seconds. And then every time I snap on camera, I just add a new word with the with the text or I add a new tip. And I found that that reel did really well because it's like, people's curiosity is peaked. You know, every snap I'm sharing one word, then a second word, and then a third word. It's like opening up a loop and people have to watch the reel in full to see the sentence that I'm spelling out for them. And then if they miss the last word, well, they're going to rewatch the whole thing all over again, which is a signal to the algorithm oh, hey, people are rewatching this. Let's show it to more people. So I really like playing around with disappearing texts to intrigue people. I have another reel where I share some tips on hashtags. And just by design, my very last tip, it's not even on screen for a second. Like it's too fast. But what's resulted in is people have to rewatch it over and over again and try to pause on it to watch that last tip. And now that reel is my highest viewed reel. So maybe it's because of that. I'm not sure. Maybe my reel production was amazing, but I think it's it has something to do with the fact that people had to rewatch it to catch that tip. I've seen people use pointing too, right? Where they've got a hand pointing here and another one pointing here. And, mm-hmm. then, and then that way, like stuff... When you're adding the text, is it super easy to edit it with an Instagram to, or is it kind of a pain or how does that work exactly? Good question. When Reels first came out, I found it easier than now, to be honest. I keep thinking that Instagram is is glitchy and they need to update the app. But basically, you'll type in a, a block of text and then at the bottom of your screen, you'll see a little preview of that text. You'll tap on that text and then you will see a duration bar. So you can choose whether that text will last for the entire duration of your video or if it's just going to be at the start or the middle or the end. So it's fairly easy when it works. Currently, I have found that it's a little bit glitchy where the text preview is no longer showing up at the bottom. So I do have a workaround because I don't want my students to get so frustrated. You know, they've already filmed. Now they're just trying to add text. I don't want people to give up. So if you do find that text is glitchy within the Instagram app, 
There's another app that I really, really like. It's solid. I think I pay for um, paid version of it. It's called InShot. And it's such a great mobile editing app. So what you can do is, you know, let's say you've filmed your reel. There is a save button in reels, luckily. So you can hit the downward button, save the uh, video to your camera roll. It won't save with music because of copyright issues. But then that file you can import into another app like InShot. And then then in, in InShot, you can add the text and you can also add the music back as well. So the student of mine who I mentioned at the beginning, who's a career coach, if you look at her reels, they don't look like they're edited within Instagram. They look like they're edited within a video editing tool. So if you're more comfortable there, you can absolutely add your text in a separate app. And when you said you can add the music back in, presumably that's after you've re-uploaded it to Instagram. Is that correct? Yeah. So some people will actually add the music in InShot if they can find the file. Oh, okay. um, and that's how some people were able to get around not having music was mm. they, they would build the music into their video file and upload from there. Or you can do exactly like what you said is upload the um, finished video file and then add the music in Instagram. Are there any other creative things you can do with reels other than music and disappearing text? Yes. The last big one I would say is effects. And we have had effects within Instagram stories for quite a few years now. But again, Instagram has taken inspiration from TikTok and we're seeing a few more effects within reels that have already been proven to be really powerful on TikTok. So my favorite effect is called the green screen effect. And it's exactly like what it sounds like. You'll point your camera towards yourself. You'll turn on the green screen effect and then your background will suddenly be green. Okay. Mm. And the camera technology is pretty, pretty high. It's like zoom almost, right? The kind of like what zoom does with the background. Exactly. Yeah. Where you can change your background. Yeah. And then the next step is to hit the button that says add media. And then you can choose either a photo or a video from your camera roll and upload it behind you. Mm. So that's the effect that I tend to use the most, especially if I want to show a screenshot or one reel that I recently made was some of my um, top business books that I like. So what I did on my phone was I Googled all their names. I found the book covers. I saved the images of the book covers to my camera roll. And then when I was editing the reel, I used the green screen effect to pull that image of the book behind me using that effect. And it didn't take me very long and it's really, really effective. So that's one of my favorite effects. And another one that I see quite a bit inspired by TikTok is like this flashing colors, flashing lights kind of effect. It's it's a party effect. Like a disco kind of thing almost? It's a disco one, yeah. yeah. And, and it, you can use it a little sarcastically in, a, in kind of a dry way, but that one is pretty pretty popular as well. Cool. So all those effects are just in there and you just have to mess around with them is what I'm hearing you say if you decide you want to use them, right? Yeah, there's a button on the left-hand side when you're in Reels called Effects. So you'll tap that and then you'll see a few effects pop up at the bottom. But if you don't see the green screen effect, the one that I love the most, all you have to do is tap into any one of the effects you see, and then you will see the name of it as well as an option to browse. So tap that browse button and it will take you to the entire effects library. Mm -hmm. Then in the search bar, you can type in green screen and you'll find that effect that you're looking for. Cool. Now there is no swipe up. Is that correct? Within Reels. 
that's correct. They live in your feed with a full caption, just like any regular post would have. You can share them to your stories. And I suppose you could have people swipe up to the direct link of your reel. But the swipe up is is purely an Instagram stories thing. And the captions do not have a link in them like IGTV does, right? I mean, there's no way to get out of a reel and go to a, a website necessarily, right? Exactly. It's like a regular caption where you can type out the link, but it won't be clickable. Do you recommend hashtags on Reels? I do. Yes. I add them as the first comment of my post. You can also add them to the caption if you want to make sure they get captured. But, you know, hashtags are the tagging system of Instagram. Even if you don't see your reel showing up for your hashtags, I would still use them because it could be a feature that Instagram evolves with time. And then all of a sudden, you know, reels are featured with hashtags. So I use them as backup. I'm glad you brought up the comments then because I don't remember seeing comments when I've been watching reels. Is, do you have to do something to make the comment show up or how does that work exactly? Yeah, well, reels are generally full screen. And then you'll see like one to two lines of the caption at the bottom. So what you need to do as a viewer is tap those lines of the caption. And then that will pull up the whole comment section right below the reel. So that's where you'll pop in your comment. You talked about your uh, friend who's a doula. Is there any other examples you can give of marketers or businesses that are using reels? just so people can wrap their mind around it. Yeah, absolutely. This is where I create a lot of content around, whether it's on my YouTube channel or freebies, because I want to give business owners as much as I can done for you ideas so that we can remove the barrier of, oh, this won't work for me. Like, I want you to try it. So in my world, I've created tons of ideas for people who are coaches, for people who are service providers, and for people who provide products. So if you want, I've got a couple ideas for each of those categories and I can walk you through those. Yeah. Let's maybe go with one for each just for the sake of time. If you're cool with that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So the ideas that I have, I call them talking head tips, meaning you don't need to have music. If you have music, it's a whole other style of reel, but some people don't have it yet. So if you're a coach, here is an idea that you can use for a reel. So I call this type of reel, yup, nope. You've wait, 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 hold this. on. Did the talking head tips, did you just skip right past that or or is this, are we still in the talking heads tips? I just wanted to make sure I understood. Yeah, so the yup, nope reel is a talking head tip. Okay, cool, keep going. Yeah, keep yeah. going. I just, yeah. I thought maybe you moved right to the next one and okay, go, so keep going. Okay, gotcha, yeah. No, everything I'm about to share is a talking head tip, so okay, you don't cool. have to worry about music, right. yeah. Cool. So for this one, If you have music, you can add it. It's totally optional. I call it Yup, Nope. And what you're going to do is answer common questions you get about your coaching industry. All you have to do is film your head, film yourself, shaking your head, either Yup or Nope. And I know it's going to feel awkward initially, but it really comes together in the editing where you're going to add text on screen where you're going to share that common question. So For example, I did this when it came to common questions about the Instagram algorithm. Mm. And so I popped a question on screen like, you know, is the algorithm dead? And I would match that up to me shaking my head. Nope. Right. Or I'd pop another question on screen like, can a business account still grow organically on Instagram? I would sync that to where I was shaking my head. Yep. Okay. So if that visually makes sense, it's pretty easy where you just list out all the common questions and then you time them to yourself, whether you're shaking your head, yes or no. So real quick, does this mean you've kind of recorded 
a simple shaking your head. Yes. A couple of times shaking your head. No. And then you're going to kind of edit it all together later and figure it out. Is that kind of what I'm hearing you say? Exactly. There's a little bit of pre-production planning that goes into place because you need to know first what you're going to film and what you're going to do on camera. And then the second thing you need to know is what text you're going to add to the screen after in the editing phase. So you probably need to keep room either below your head or above your head to put that text when you're filming, I'm guessing, right? Exactly. And Instagram, when you're editing, will show you boundaries. Like you won't put the text too low because it will show you that that will overlap with elements that will show in your published video. So, and you also don't want to make the text too high. So you want to film yourself so that you can really just get it centered. So generally you're putting your head in the top third. Is that what I'm guessing? And you put the rest below your head or are you actually having room above your head and your head's in the middle when you film? Yeah. I I love the detailed question you're asking. I would say that For the most part, the text is below my head, but with reels, it really doesn't hurt to film yourself further back from the camera than what you would think. Mm. Because if you film yourself far enough back, then you will have room to add text above your head. And that could be the title, right? It could be like myths about health coaching or whatever niche you're in. You could keep that title on screen the whole time. And then the text below your head could be the disappearing and appearing text that answers those common questions that people get or people ask you in your in your industry. Can you pinch in and zoom in to edit the video? So for example, if you filmed it in 4K, that way you could have it for all sorts of different purposes, depending on how you crop the video inside the app. Do you understand what I'm asking? I don't believe so. Or you could use InShot for something like that then, right? I yes, would imagine, right? Exactly. InShot would allow you to have different cuts and you can zoom in and zoom out. Yeah, because if you filmed it in 4K and you put your head right in the middle, right, then you would have the ability to do, using a third-party app, create different kinds of, you know, whether your head's in the middle, the top, the bottom, you could just crop it and then bring it in to Instagram and then put the text wherever you want to put it, I would guess. I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking creatively with you. So (laughs) cool. Keep going. You're thinking like a producer right now. (laughs) All right. What else? Uh, Anything more on the talking head stuff? Yeah. So that, that was a tip for coaches. Of course, you could apply it to your industry if it makes sense. I have another idea for service providers. So if you're a freelancer, copywriter, realtor, doctor, um, one reel that you can make is just by answering this question for your audience. How do I know it's time to hire a service provider like yourself? Or instead of service provider, you could insert your profession. So mm-hmm. for example, there's a student of mine named Taylor, who is a copywriter. And she came on camera and she said, how do I choose a copywriter? And she was kind of acting like her client. And then she cut that scene, which you can do all within reels. And then she came back on camera and she listed out three reasons why her follower will know that it's time to hire a copywriter. She listed out things like one experience, two results, and three brand voice adaptability. So I I know with reels, they're so visual. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah. I think like, what do I need to look for almost is what is when looking for this. Did she like change her clothes and act like she was like, I've seen some where people like kind of create different roles, like they're facing left on Mm -hmm. one side and they're facing right on the other. And I mean, is that kind of what she was doing? 
I've done that and where I've acted like the client and then I've been on camera as myself. So I've done it something as simple as putting a hat on when mm -hmm. I'm the client or what Taylor did is she just used filters. Mm -hmm. So in the first scene where she's the person being like, hey, how do I know it's time for a copywriter? She changed her voice a little bit and then she chose a different filter. And then when she came on as herself, she had a different filter and she was just talking like herself. Now, some people are like, why in the world would anybody watch that? But people watch that stuff, right? <laughs> I know. If you're from the TikTok world, you might think that that's boring or not that compelling. But she got a ton of shares because her audience was like, thank you. I never know if it's time to invest into a copywriter. You know, like she was giving free value ultimately. Yes, she was advertising the fact that she's a copywriter, but she was ultimately giving three free tips in 15 seconds. Like it can be that simple. And in this case, you don't need any text necessarily on the screen. Right. I mean, it's just all her talking, right? You don't need it, but I would recommend if it's not too glitchy for you, I would recommend to add text on screen because some people don't watch reels with audio on. And then you also want to make your videos accessible for people who are hearing impaired. So right. I'm a big fan of taking the extra time to add the text on screen. Now you said, what did you say? 15 to 30 seconds or how long do you have for these reels? Or is it just 15? Yeah, they first came out as 15 second videos, but now you can go up to 30 seconds, which I find them a little long. So it's actually harder to be succinct and share something in 15 seconds. So I, I would start there if you can. Got it. So 30 seconds, people might not watch the whole thing. So maybe try to get it done in 15. Is that what I'm hearing you say? I think so. I think people are geared, you know, we all have that goldfish attention span. <laughs> people are geared to yeah. watch something that's short and especially you need to get to the point real yeah. soon. More right? focus on the fish than the people. gold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So hook them in. Like if you're, if you're making a 30 second video, make sure the very first thing you say is a hook. You have to intrigue them right. so that they continue to listen for what you're going to share. Awesome. Keep the ideas coming. You got another one for us? I do. I have uh, an idea for the product-based business owner. So we have people in our industry who make physical products as well as digital products. Um, so I've got two ideas. One is if you are a physical product creator, make a reel that shows the behind the scenes of your product creation process. Mm. Now, this is something that people love to see, but if you feel like that's going to give your secret sauce away, you don't have to show the manufacturing of your product, but you could show the packaging or shipping process of your product. And like you said earlier, this might sound boring, but people love to see what goes on behind the scenes of creating a handcrafted good, or even they love to see the behind the scenes of all the extras you give your customers when they receive your product in the mail. So really this, this kind of video has been popular on TikTok. It's popular on YouTube. I'm sure you've seen unboxing videos. Right. So the same idea applies to reels. If you are a digital product creator and that idea doesn't work for you, the second idea is what I call this or that. And in this reel, you're showing off multiple variations of your product. Okay. So you have like one version in one color. And then the next scene is another color of your product. And what this does is you get your viewers to watch and actually vote and give their opinion on what their favorite is. And they can share in the comments. So brands like Essie, which is a nail, nail polish brand, they've created a reel like this. And it's a good way for people to share their opinion because that's social media. People love sharing their opinion on social media. You said earlier you can share them to your stories. Is it just a button to take you to it or does it actually allow the whole thing to be shared to your stories? 
Yeah. So it's the little paper airplane button you'll see uh, on top of your reel after publishing. It's the same thing with any published post in your feed. You have the airplane button, you'll tap that, and then you'll be able to share basically the entire clip in your stories. And then you can pinch the video. So you can make it really small. You can expand it to fit the whole screen. I generally will share it right after publishing to my stories. And sometimes I'll add a GIF over top of my reel, um, something like tap here, just because I want people to actually tap on the reel and watch it from my feed. And that way they'll see it in full screen view. Can you publish these to Facebook as well? Does, you know how a lot of times they allow you like with stories to publish on Facebook and on Instagram, or is this exclusively an Instagram thing? That's a good question. I, I don't believe I've been publishing them to my Facebook page. You know how you can connect your posts yeah, yeah. to your Facebook page? Right. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. I feel like Instagram, whenever you want to pull your finished reel off the platform, like you can save a copy to your camera roll, it takes the music off. So yeah, I'm going to have to look into that one, Mike. I'm not sure if I can actually post the full version onto my Facebook page. I'll have to look into that. And they don't give you a share link like TikTok does, do they or do they? Can you cross promote your reels on other platforms to drive traffic to Instagram? You can. Yeah. So if you go into any reel, you'll see the three dots, like right where the caption is. And then there's a copy link button. So you can copy your link and, you know, share your reel to your email list or something like that. Some people listening right now that are familiar with TikTok are like, oh, I don't want to like dance and I don't want to do music and stuff. So you kind of alluded to this already with, you know, like, how the sausage is made in the factory kind of videos. But generally speaking, are the reels that are more popular, do they have a person, a face, a personality? Do you understand what I'm asking? Mm -hmm. It seems to me they do, but I don't know. Do you have to show yourself on camera? Yeah, I would say that you're correct in that most reels that are being served to me through the Explorer feature on Instagram, there's generally someone who's the star of the show. It's generally the business owner or the face of the brand. And I think that's just human psychology 101, right? We're human and we're connecting to another human on the other side of the screen. So I am a big fan of someone in your company, if you're not the face of your business, but I'm a fan of someone being the face, someone who doesn't mind being on camera. However, I have some business owner students who are solopreneurs. They're the only person running their business and they really are not comfortable with being on camera. Some people have not grown up with social media. So even the whole act of talking to a device, talking to their phone feels very uncomfortable. So if that's you and you're really adverse to showing your face on camera, the filter or the effect that could be your best friend is the green screen effect. And I know I mentioned this earlier, it is my favorite effect. And I've seen some accounts on TikTok, especially do really well using the green screen effect, where they are just a voice in the video, but you don't actually see their face. So the way this works is you will set up your phone like on a tripod, you'll open the green screen effect, you'll choose a media from your camera roll. So this could be a screenshot of a DM you got. It could be a screenshot of an email, ah. a question from one of your clients. Yeah, it could be a client testimonial. You're just a voiceover basically, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. You see where I'm going with this, right? right. Yeah, so yeah. you pull open that image on screen. And this is really effective for questions that people get, mm. especially DMs. So I've seen relationship coaches do this really well on TikTok where they will take a screenshot of the DM 
And sometimes they'll be on camera just to like capture the attention, but then they'll get off screen. And so you're basically just moving to the side of your phone so that it can't capture you. And then they're the voice. They're the ones giving the answer to the question on screen. So like I said, DMs, emails, questions from clients, client testimonials, even you can use uh, with this effect and you can just be the voiceover. Some people are probably thinking about republishing a little bit, especially when you talked about that, like how it's made kind of stuff. Do you see people taking, for example, maybe some of their YouTube videos or their IGTVs that are maybe formally live and just cutting some of the best clips out of them and somehow repurposing them? Or do you advise against that and instead encourage people to try to create original stuff for reels? Really good question because I'm a big fan of repurposing content. But I would say that it's a unique aspect of Instagram. You do want to create content that's specific to the Instagram real feature. So I've yet to try taking one of my YouTube videos, for example, and turning it into a reel. I have seen a few people take, you know, recorded clips of themselves on Zoom and then turning that into a reel, yeah. but it just doesn't have the same production quality. You can tell it's a grainy Zoom video. Mm. So I'm a big fan of, you know, maybe on the Zoom chat, you taught three key things to your audience don't use that footage. Just take like a couple minutes and refilm yourself saying it on camera for your Instagram reels in 15 seconds. And then you, you can use all those production aspects we talked about, like the disappearing text or the effects. And it's just going to look so much more uh, native to the platform. So I'm a big fan of making it for the platform. I love that. You're getting inspired by the content you created, but you're creating it new and fresh for reels is what you're saying, right? Exactly. Like I had a client call the other day and she has Facebook lives on lock. She goes live, you know, every week. And I said, great. So the way that you can repurpose that content is take your top three salient points from that live, from that 30 minute live and record them again in 15 seconds for reels. That's how you can repurpose in a really quick way. Awesome. Uh, Elise, you're teaching a two hour workshop at our upcoming social media marketing workshops called how to create an Instagram sales funnel that converts without ads. Can you give us like a 60 second preview of what you're going to be teaching? Yes, this is one of my favorite topics because over the last couple of years, I've really specialized in helping owners, business owners, use Instagram for free, meaning you don't have to run ads to convert clients. And some of my most successful customers and clients have created businesses that are generating five figures plus from Instagram, even with less than a thousand followers. And that's really because we focus on relationships. Instagram is a relationship building tool. And so in this workshop, I'm actually going to walk you through my very own Dharma method to build what I call a customer journey, also known as a sales funnel. But I'm going to be hands-on working with the attendees of the workshop so that I can walk them through how to build their own customer journey through the Dharma method. So that starts with designing what your journey will be like. It then moves into attracting the perfect person. And this is how we really monetize Instagram with less than a thousand followers. And then we craft content that's going to relate to that perfect person who we've attracted to our profile. 
Then we are going to go through monetizing your Instagram efforts and how that makes sense for your business model and what you offer. And then at the end, we're going to talk about accelerating your growth, accelerating that customer journey so that your account grows, but also your followers are going through that process even faster. So I'm really excited to work with people and walk them through crafting this sales funnel experience together. It's going to be awesome. You are a true master at this kind of stuff. Elise, if people want to track you, uh, follow you, um, check out the stuff that you're going outside of the workshops, where do you want them to go? Ooh, well, I have a free 16 ideas for your Instagram stories. If you go to elisedharma.co slash SME, I have tons of tutorials and how to's on my YouTube channel. So you can just find me Elise Dharma. And of course, if you just want to say, hey, you can DM me on my Instagram account at Elise Dharma. So say that URL one more time if they want to go there. EliseDharma.co slash S-M-E. Awesome. Elise, thank you so much for sharing your endless wisdom with us. You were absolutely outstanding. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. I always appreciate talking to you and thanks for having me once again. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. I know there were a bunch of tools mentioned in today's episode. We documented them all. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 446. If you're new to the show, hit the subscribe button. We've got some great stuff coming. If you've been a longtime listener, would you let your friends know? I'm at Stelzner on Instagram. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your fast-talking host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.